time for another edition of Singles Only Podcast. My name is Paul Farvar. I am your host on this episode. We have the return of Matt Brown, comedian Matt Brown. You might remember him from episode 156, back by popular demand. This is a fun episode, which is why it's on Valentine's Day. Um, we talk about, uh, well, just listen. It's a fun episode. Uh, if you haven't already, subscribe, review. Thanks for voting for Singles Only Podcast as your favorite podcast in the Chicago Reader. Uh, upcoming dates, paulfcomedy.com. I'll be in Florida, Chicago. Uh, by the time this airs, I ha- will be in Detroit or have been in Detroit. Um, that's it. Thank you so much. Um, subscribe, review, sh- share with your friends. And uh, let's just get into it, eh? By now, you know that I'm a lawyer, right? Everyone does. And uh, I I don't really practice anymore, although I still have a license. Um, But when I need a lawyer, um, and I do often need a lawyer, um, I contact my friend Scott Shapiro. Um, If you're injured uh, on the job or need compensation, you're entitled to payment for more than you know. A lot of times, Companies will try to settle with you so you don't get a lawyer because they don't want you to know all the monies you're entitled to. Uh, Scott Shapiro has been uh, helping injured workers for over 20 years. In addition, his firm handles multiple other cases, including uh, personal injury cases and entertainment law issues. He has handled a lot of uh, my entertainment stuff as well as those of uh, guests on the show and listeners. So, you need a lawyer, sure, you can consult me, but uh, if you want a free consultation from the best, uh, don't take any chances. Contact my friend, Scott Shapiro. His number, 312-648-8800, or check out his website, scottshapirolegal.com. There are other Scott Shapiros. Make sure you call the right one, 312-648-8800, or scottshapirolegal.com. Tell him I sent you, and he will be very happy. It's time for Singles Only. My name is Paul Farver. I am your host. We are doing this podcast live uh, with plexiglass and socially distance <laughs> and all that good stuff. But it, we'll, we'll get into that in a little bit. Right now, I want to bring in uh, the voice of reason, riding shotgun, Patty Vasquez. Hello, hello. I say voice of reason because recently you've been more reasonable. So I'm going to take away the treasonous talk. Oh, I appreciate that. You're welcome. And because treason right now is in the news because there's allegedly... Sedition. (laughs) There are claims against uh, our dear, dear president, our former president that I just feel is getting... Yeah, and I ramshackle for I'm no reason. Missing the uh, legal proceedings. Yeah, for which this, is fine. Well, I know there's going to be plenty more. Plus, I yeah. can watch it on my. I have a feeling that uh, I can tell you the outcome right now. Yeah, but, uh, sadly, yeah. as a lawyer, it's as a former gross. lawyer. But anyway, this oh. isn't a podcast about tradition or yes. tra- <laughs> about treason and sedition. This is a podcast about singles only. And Patty, you are the voice of reason. And returning as our guest. Uh, a good dear friend of mine, one of my favorite episodes we had, episode 156, <laughs> he remembered better than we did. Oh, yes. Matt Brown. Hello, hello, Am everybody. Am I saying that right? Miss Brown is in town. You spelled <laughs> the name right. I'm happy for nice. you. You know all of your colors. Miss, I forgot. Miss oh, Brown. Because yeah. the social media is Miss Brown Comedy and the website's MissBrownComedy.com. Yes. Because I wear a lot of makeup and if people are going to they me, it's easier to change my name than correct my pronouns every five seconds. Fair enough. 
Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that's the goal on that. And that I think segues really but well that, into dating stuff. But the seg- <laughs> the pronoun that yeah. would be confusing with the pronoun then, wouldn't yeah. it? Yeah. And you just want to do that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I would much because everyone's already going to call me like it's okay. Your identity is not up to you. This is what I've learned in my entire life. What you are isn't up to you. It's how you're perceived. It's how you're perceived. Yeah. Because I know I'm black, but maybe 33% of people can tell that from looking at me. I know that I'm a man, but maybe 33% of people can tell that from looking at me. So if the stage name is they, them, we, the people, the whole preamble to the constitution, if my stage character is non-binary or whatever, they already think so. So I guess it is. I'm not, but it's easier to change the name for the uh, stage character than it is to. This is one of the reasons why yeah. when I change my name to Vasquez, because I don't have to tell people that I'm Latina. It's already mm-hmm. built into the. Well, that's the name. true. And yeah. I like the, because that then makes I have to explain sense. It, and I have to explain it the whole time. And yeah. then, and then I get the whole, well, you don't look it. Right. Mm-hmm. By the way, you have dazzling skin. Thank you. Well, Thank the, you. I appreciate it. And the fact that you say Miss Brown, that's, that now I get it, and it totally makes 100% sense. And you do have great skin. And usually, I've, I've done shows with you, you are caked in makeup sometimes. A tad. Yeah. A tad. But you're such a good-looking person without all that shit. Oh, my God. He is. Thank you. He <laughs> I is. know, but still. His skin is... A, when, he, when, here's why I say that, because Kelly, who is a skin specialist who taught me, like, told me about dead skin and shit... And then I worked on my skin, and then I'm like, look at his skin, and I'm like, holy shit, like, yeah. It does Thank make a you. fucking difference. It if you, does make a Men need to know difference. this. They do, that if you put in a little bit of work into cleansing well and exfoliating mm-hmm. and moisturizing, that you can sleep with women who wouldn't sleep with you otherwise. Yeah. If you can <laughs> Why are you looking at me when you said that, asshole? I just gave you a couple. I, I, uh, I don't remember. Suddenly, you, suddenly the room is very dark and I'm all alone. <laughs> You're like, he, for those of you, we didn't, I forgot to put the camera on for this one, but uh, you look directly at me like you were looking at my side. Like, some people can. I'm like, I got it, man. Everyone says it's when true. I look at them, I look into their soul, and I, I don't know. Maybe, maybe you're afraid, and it's not me. I don't know. I don't know. It's me. Fair. It's how I'm perceiving your look. Well, I just don't know that you're going with the exfoliation regimen that uh, your friend. I, I are you saying I haven't? I, I have been. Are you? Okay. Yeah, I just I clearly I haven't done it I, enough. Listen, I'm just still upset that you didn't play Robert Kardashian in The People versus O.J. Simpson. I should have. So I'm just hurt over a lot Fucking of things. David Swimmer. Your skincare is the least of them. Like that's really what keeps me up at night. God damn well, it, man. You've got time to catch up. You're up. already a lawyer. You're already from like yeah. whatever part of the world. Like not Armenia, Close but enough, like yeah. we're, we're bordering. Yeah. We're bordering. Like, I mean, what's David Schwimmer going to do? Yeah. He's not even he's not even Middle Eastern. Yeah, you know, all he does is make weird faces. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's like the that's the basis of his acting yeah. technique. And you're more varied than that. You're more diverse. That's my new agent, you guys. Fair. Matt Brown. Mm-hmm. Miss Matt Brown I make, to you. Exactly. I make him feel like shit and then I sell him to other people. That's why. Because <laughs> I want you to be broken to me. So that way you'll do whatever I say. So Matt. <laughs> yes. We've deflected enough. Let's get into you. Here oh, we no. go. Last time you were here, mm-hmm. you had recently broken up with somebody. Yeah. Last time I was here, I had recently broken up with someone after nine months of dating. <gasps> and as I'm here, I am recently broken up with that same, same dude. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It was wild. We took some time off, got back together. Then the pandemic happened and he asked me to move in with him. And then we got our own place together. And then as soon as we got our own place together, he stopped sleeping with me. And then I kicked him out five months later and then kind of lost my shit, went to the psych ward. Now I'm back on better pills and ready to fuck someone <laughs> fantastic let's we got to rewind a little we bit do. Here. so after the 
the podcast, mm-hmm. you guys got back together. Yeah, we ended up getting back together. How did that happen? That happened because I, um, similar to when pe- when people ask me, how'd you get booked at Laugh Factory? Same answer, persistence. I, ju- I don't let go. I really, oh, so you wanted to get back. Mm-hmm, because okay. my whole idea was I thought that he was going to end up, I could make him into the perfect guy. We've all, you've had that thought before too. You're a woman. You get me. I, cause we all think we can change them. And I just figured that Patty I, just changes them. I'm trying. I'm trying oh, to, you're no, successful. No, no, no. No, okay. No, no, I need no, to no, listen no. to you. No no no, 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 no. I'm trying to think. I'm trying to, it's, it's been, I've been with the same man for 25 years. Oh, you have so, since high school. God damn. Well done. Jesus. Look at you. Do, listen, it was good back in the early nineties and it's still good now. Okay. I'm just trying to remember if I try to fix anybody. So when is this something that you do regularly? Like every time you're in a relationship, do you feel that that kicks well, in? I'm so I met him when I was 20, so I don't really know. Hmm. Uh, but so like this, this has been going on for yeah. A while. This was two and a half years of my life yeah, that I threw on and off. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So you you. We got back together because basically I kept pursuing him because I thought I could turn him into the perfect guy because my whole thing was if you like it, my whole idea was if it's very clear that in this relationship that like I'm the winner that you would kind of realize it and just support me and like stop trying to because like, he had a bunch of shitty dreams that were never going to happen because he was too stupid, not very good at anything. <laughs> so I just thought that it, like being around me would make him wake up to the fact that he was garbage and he should have just been my assistant. And that's what I wanted. <laughs> and that didn't happen. You wanted him to be your assistant? Yeah. And I need lover? To, yeah. I need someone to wash my clothes and clean my house and drive me places and do my laundry. I'm busy. Oh so your emotional support partner. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. yeah so, Precisely. I mean, you know, because I have a really good time by myself and I can do all all those things on my own. So if I have to listen to your stupid mouth and meet your ugly friends and your like annoying family, the least you can do is absolutely everything for me. By the way, I think I did marry my emotional support partner. Yeah. Because he's not stupid and he's no. very supportive of everything I do. But he is I, a Labrador. He is a, he, oh, poor Steve. Poor <laughs> <laughs> Steve. In loyalty. Loyal. <laughs> he could have gone with other breeds for loyalty. <laughs> But yeah, Labrador no, is pretty Labrador, impressive. Labradoodle, because he's really smart. But mm-hmm. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> that would make him smart. Oh, Labradoodles. Labradoodles are smarter. Yeah, oh, really? Because they're part poodle. Yeah, mm-hmm. poodles oh. are super smart. I thought when you mix the animals, they automatically start becoming dumb. No, no that's it's just inbreeding. people. It's, yeah. <laughs> Wait a minute. It's also, also a problem of inbreeding. So oh, fair enough. more medical problems. There you go. So, Which I have that in my family, too. We, we do everything over here. <laughs> so... <laughs> so you pursued him because you wanted to fix him into the your emotional support partner. Yes. Okay. Because if you don't like have too much going on for you, like if you tried to act and it didn't go very well, and if you've tried to do other things with your life and you're just kind of, I guess, mediocre, I would wake up to that in my mid-30s and I, I don't know. Change. Yeah. Either yeah. change or, I don't know, find someone to divert my mediocre energy to. And that's what I was hoping. Uh-huh. I needed an employee for yeah. free. I, not 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 quite a slave because what you get out of it is like looking really good. Because I, I make you look good when I'm your boyfriend. I make you look really good. Both I because of because they're with you and also probably the skincare. It's it's the combo. <laughs> it is the combo, and you get it. Like I don't. I may not be. Listen, when Richard Pryor said in one of his specials that I'm no day at the beach, I felt that. Like I get, I'm very, very demanding. I ask for, I don't ask for a lot. I just get a lot. And you, what you get in return of it is 
like a lot of stereotypical stuff. Like, you, don't you want to be with a guy that you can brag about, that you can say he's doing this and he's doing this and he's mm-hmm. over here and he's in school and he's got this job and he da 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 da. Right. Like, I have 4,000 things going on at any moment in time that make you look like you're doing a lot better than you are. So let me be a trophy. You do all the work and we both know our jobs. But how does that make him look better? Because you're. Because he's he could snag sh- me. He could yeah, snag but me. But he's in your shadow. He's only in my shadow if he's comparing himself. It, when you're like a partner with somebody, you live with them, you build a life with them, their success is your success. This is why introverts and extrovert, extroverts also or work out matches, very well yeah. because they, they support the and they, they celebrate the same Yes, things. introvert, uh, doormat. I need one of those. <laughs> I need one of those. Dear Lord. My poor husband. My <laughs> father I was who art in heaven. <laughs> okay, so... You 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 went back to him. Mm-hmm. Then you guys decided to live together. Yeah, we. Whose fo- decision was that? Well, this is what happened, and it sounds like a joke. And if I if I am not telling you the sincere truth of what happened, may God, Allah, or G slash D strike me dead. Whatever you believe in. Okay. He texted me the day that Idris Elba said that he came out and said he got COVID in March, mm-hmm. and he said black people can get Rona. You need to move in with me. That's what he said? That's what he said. Because for the first like couple weeks of Rona, we thought that was just like a white people problem. Like we we didn't think we could get it. I, you I, really thought that? Yes. This is true. This was yes. Like, okay. this was I fully thought I couldn't get it. Fully yeah. okay. thought that was like just some white inferior Neanderthal DNA poking out. <laughs> and I just didn't have to worry it's about just it. They were bothering to go to the doctor. White people have had more access to healthcare. True. That's so 100%. y'all know what shit's wrong. We don't. We don't care. I knew that that was a situation, but go ahead. And so, I didn't know that. Yeah. So That's how it was perceived. And though. then also I, at that point in time, I lived in like a studio apartment by myself and he knew that like I don't cook and and all that sort of stuff. So he's like, okay, you're not going to be fine by yourself when the world shuts down. So like, come to mama. That was he like, to help. Yeah, exactly. And so then I moved in with him and his roommate. And then that was three months of hell until we found our own place. Then we moved in the middle of a pandemic. And now I have a beautiful two bedroom house all to my lonesome. Whoa. Wait, paying for it on your own. Yeah. Well, okay, let's let's back up a little bit. So he told you to come in. Mm-hmm. You broke your lease or your lease was done? No, my rent was so cheap in my studio that I just kind of dealt with it for a couple okay. months. And then left. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. So when you, you rent $600 and you have a job, it's just like, oh, okay. 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 Mm-hmm. Fair enough. So you moved in with him and then- And they didn't ask me to pay rent either, which helped. That's good. Mm-hmm. So then three months with the third wheel mm-hmm. and- then you guys decide to get a place yes, together. June 1st. The joke in my act is we got a place together in June because there was no pride parade and we wanted to be festive. <laughs> there, there was just nothing going on and we felt a duty. And so that's what happened. We moved in together in June and then we stopped having, like he just, I the, I say in my mind, like his asshole went on a protest. Like, it, like he was so tired of fucking me, he looted a Best Buy. Like it was like, <laughs> he, he did not want to sleep with me. And it, he was just like tired of pretending to like me, I guess, by around mid-July. Why do you think that is? Um, because I started getting shows again in July and he, I noticed that he wanted to get in a fight with me every single night I had a show and it was like a fight as I was like getting ready or as we were getting in the car, it's jealousy and it's trying to throw me off my game and trying to throw me off my purpose. And he was just bitter and jealous and mad. You thought he was doing it intentionally? I absolutely think so. I absolutely think so because he was, uh, uh, and somebody who tried to act and it didn't Didn't quite work work out. out and he, 
I think was always sort of Something. jealous of the position I had in comedy and being able to perform a lot. And he also like admitted to it. So I'm not just being oh, an ego. Fair enough. He flat out said like, I wish I had this. That We, we mm. did a show together where something happened too. I remember you were like, I got to go. Mm. My boyfriend is picking me up. And you were like, there were, you were already in a fight with him. Yeah, because that's normally at, how everything started. He'd call, start screaming, say, I'm going to come get you so I can scream at you more in the car. And I'm like, oh, yay. Because you and I, I were knew, talking about. I knew if I took the ear beating for four hours, I'd eventually get to come somewhere warm. Mm-hmm. So there was like a formula. <laughs> okay. That makes sense. Yeah. I'll, I mean, I know I'm no fun. So if you want to like be in my ear for four hours about stupidity, like I'll deal with it and look at my watch until it's over. Like, okay. Fair. I know I'm not exactly the world's easiest time either. Fair. Yeah. Okay. So. How long before you guys realized that it's not going to work? I was because show stopped in October again. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think that if we moved in together June first, and he put himself on the couch around the end of July, I would say by about. I knew for sure because I was going to get a promotion at work in November that was going to make me be able to afford the place without him. (laughs) And I knew that by the time I got the promotion, like I I was just planning his exit strategy for him. Like the soon as I got the the promotion, it was just literally I think I got three checks before he was out the door. I'm, I don't, it might've just been two by, like, a, by chance it happened or you kind of like well, willed it to, to reality. Cause I started that job because I started the job I have now in February of 20. Cause I knew that there, it was going to lead to something bigger cause mm-hmm. there's going to be vacancies. And so I just sort of kept my little job, do what I was doing, kept building, kept building. And as like they said, Hey, we think we're going to put you in this full time position over here. I was just like this house is really big and beautiful and it'd be so much quieter if it was just me. Like once I, once I had the resources to not deal with him anymore, dealing with him anymore became the most unrealistic, stupidest idea in the world. Yeah. But why, when I didn't have any money and when, you know, you needed him. Yeah. And so when I'm in a place of need, my brain doesn't see all my options, but I'm telling you, as soon as that check came in, I was like, that door looks like it fits him perfectly. (laughs) The options that it's funny that that's how people, I, I feel like, all relationships are built on options. Yes. Yes. Either not having options, choosing a certain option, um, what you thought what was an option. What options you have. Yeah. What you thought was an option, going to law school and saying, I don't need your ass no more. <laughs> like people move on, your world gets narrower and that's sort of how you sort of decide what's going on. I mean, the way I date when the world's open is that I, I call it a hotation where I have like five to eight guys that I'm just sort of fucking and texting. Mm -hmm. And then they either get bored, get boyfriends, move across town, yada, yada, yada. And it gets narrower and narrower until I end up with a boyfriend. Okay. That's just how it goes. Process of elimination. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But you also have more options now too because you're vaccinated. Exactly. So So you have the, you are like, do you put do you date people online still? I dating apps. Listen, after he left, I was on Grinder so fast. <laughs> he moved out like December 15th and it's like beginning of February now. I have already fucked a bunch of strangers off the internet, gone to the doctor, gotten the antibiotics, taken the antibiotics and I'm all clear and ready to be out on the streets again. Do you have it in your profile that you have the vaccination? Yes. Yes. That, <laughs> I, I think that that is funny but accurate. I feel like the minute I got COVID, mm-hmm. um, I had much more op- opportunities than I had Because even before, if you're not the their pandemic. type, you are stimulation that is safe. Because people are, right, because people are lonely and like 
need yeah they need mm-hmm. stimulation mm-hmm. so like there are a lot a lot of situations where unfortunately a mouth is a mouth and covid might be one of those times if Fair. the first vaccinated person you meet is not of your preferred gender you might not have a preferred gender anymore there you go. Mm-hmm. It's been a long nine months inside, and I know someone's got a hard dick that they could unlock a door with. Please, you guys have me at simulation. I haven't had an orgasm since 2019. So. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, well, what's your husband doing? Is he in <laughs> Vietnam? I'm, I'm worried. I'm worried. That's not fair. I mean, I've had one by myself, but yeah. Oh dear. <laughs> he has two hands, a full time job. Poor, poor man. Poor, poor man. Poor Paul has like, wait a minute, what happened? The what happened episode? to Patty? <laughs> Patty was the voice of reason before, <laughs> calming us down. Yeah. You talked about preferences. Like yeah. last time you came here, mm-hmm. you had a, pr- a type. Yeah, yeah. What was it? Uh, black My, man, 25 to 50 Yeah, because 25 like to 40, because I wanted someone like w- within my general age and then also within my general racial composition, so I don't have to be explaining everything about my life and my family and but just everything all day long. Okay, go ahead. Because um, like I'm half white and half black. Right, but I was just going to say. You're when only... you are mixed, no one is ever concerned with the white side. That's no one's provocation because white's default, white's boring, you stand out. Tell me about the negrosity. Like that's... That, that's what people care about. It's always which of your parents is the dark one. It's uh, that no one cares about the white side. It's not interesting. Okay. And so that was the type at the time. And I think now after how bad that situation ended, I don't think I, I, I might be bisexual at this point. I'm trying to fuck Megan the stallion. I, <laughs> I think the last relationship serviced as conversion therapy for free. And, uh, have you been with a woman? Uh, like I mean, five years ago. No, right. I meant since the, pandemic. no, since, since the pandemic. No, but like in high school. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I, I have played the map of that video game before to, yeah, there's muscle memory. I'm baseline familiar. Okay. Mm-hmm. And have you, have you serious, had serious thoughts about, I've, just I've had around? more serious thoughts about going out with girls now than I did my entire adolescence, puberty, teenagehood. Like I have actually pandemic has affected people in many ways. <laughs> and it's not even just the alone thing. It's like, wait, this guy who had similar goals in life as me and was only a little bit older than me. And like ooh, this person who I supposedly have all these things in common with down to the fucking gender, down to the fact we're both gay, down to the fact we're both each other's type. If I couldn't make that fucking work, I don't know anymore. Maybe I am not the the uh, criterion of my You're own. Reevaluating. Yeah. yeah. Like maybe my taste isn't the point. Maybe maybe it's like food. It doesn't matter what you want. It matters what's good for you. Fair. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. So what do you think is good for you right now? I think what's good for me now would be like a sixty year old professor or like a really old <laughs> lawyer who doesn't want to be on Viagra. Because I want a guy who like reads a lot and can have interesting conversations, yeah. but only wants to have sex like once a month. You want less sex. Oh. Well, if they're that With old, them. yeah. Oh, right. If they're okay. that old, yeah. Because I can do it every now and then, but don't sweat on then it. Then <laughs> how are you going to get off uh, otherwise? I, I, I normally have my own bedroom. Mm-hmm. I, oh, in you, this in this hypothetical. Well, yeah. I mean, if, if you can afford, if you're not going to move into exactly his house in Wilmette or whatever. I figure With a he's separate a professor. <laughs> Slave quarters. Uh, or not even that. Like he's. Oh, by the way, he's still married. Like <laughs> with a woman. <laughs> I'm and pre- you're in the back. I'm the maid, yeah. and I don't clean anything. I just clean his dick with my mouth. Yeah. That's like it. You're like you're like whistles. in the back. They have like a guest house. Yeah, with whistles. <laughs> like okay, that's your that's your new. Uh, I'm in the pool house like Carlton. <laughs> well, you're the new normal. Is your 
this 60 year old professor at mm-hmm. Northwestern. Yeah. I and, need like uh, a really old, quiet guy who likes to read and uh, just doesn't. His kids are all grown up. His wife is traveling a I lot. I mean, he can have a five year old. I won't take care of it. It doesn't matter right. who's there. No, I, like, I'm just. I'm, he I've can already... have a dog too. I still won't walk it. Like, I don't really care what his responsibilities I, are. I'm, I'm picturing this <laughs> hypothetical right now. Like, and then there's a house in the back. Mm-hmm. It's your own house. The pool like house, like Carlton. Yeah. Yep. There you go. Fresh Prince of someone's gray hair. <laughs> someone. Someone. So that's the, the ideal situation. And and what about women, though? So you think you mm-hmm. you are you think twenty twenty one by the time it's over, you might uh, be with a woman at least once. I yeah, I, I might be you know munching old box. I mean, you box have enough friends that would probably. I mean, I'm already, we started the podcast talking about how heartbreakingly beautiful I am. I don't get a lot of refusals, my darling. Mm. Well, I would also think, (laughs) here's, 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 here's why I say that. I held that serious face for two seconds. Like I tried. I did my best. (laughs) Here's, here's why I say it's going to be very easy for you to do that because my friends who are gay Mm -hmm. after midnight, Mm -hmm. one of my good friends after midnight, he all of a sudden became straight, mm-hmm. and he would be making out with women everywhere, mm-hmm. and just cock blocking all of us. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because all when, of us straight guys. This because, was back in the nineties. Oh, or two yeah, thousands. Those too. were the days. Those were the days. But my nemesis, you, you know who you are. Listening, go ahead. When you think about it, it makes a lot of sense, though, because those women in that party, like let's say it's a party of all like friends and friends of friends, and we're all like one or two degrees separated from each other. She automatically feels infinitely safer with me 100%. than you anyway. Her guard is already down. And so then if like we're both high and we're both drunk and sorry party and nothing's that big of a deal, making out with me seems like more of like a less risky or less big deal behavior. It's comfort too. Yeah. Those are also beautiful. Comfort so. comfort level, <laughs> mm-hmm. curiosity. I am comfort food for your pussy. Yes. I, I'm spaghetti. <laughs> I'm writing this down. <laughs> Comfort <laughs> food for the pussy. That's Cracker the, barrel for your ass. Coming to your theater. I mean, coming the, to the your theater in safe fall. and fun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Because I think a lot of the uh, thing that men can't, straight men can't seem to understand about their dynamic with women in, try, in terms of trying to hit on them or in terms of trying to express interest is that there is always some degree of fear on the woman's side because the dude is almost always your size or bigger and then you can't really discern his intentions early on. You have no idea if he's pretending to be nice because he wants to rape you and put something in your drink. You don't know if he's pretending to be nice because he's friends with your friend and it's just a party. You can't tell anything. You're just scared and you don't know and you don't like it. Yeah. but Matt, you all- Matt also understands collective experience. That yes. Women have. Well, also the comfort thing is a lot more and the comfort and curiosity thing is a lot bigger, right? Because you have these women who are you, you have a lot of beautiful women as friends, I assume mm-hmm. still very um, lucky to have that be the case. And if you even remotely threw it out there that you were interested, like you just did on this podcast, I guarantee you, your DMS are going to fucking blow up. And then you go, I mean, at least you'll have that experience to be like, now you can evaluate yeah. if your type is still this man 25 to 40 
black or if it changes to something else. Maybe yeah. it evolves into a combination of, of the and two. And then also we have to realize now, because like when I first started dating and when, become, when I became aware of like uh, gay adulthood, back then there were only two genders. So now we have like a lot more going on now mm-hmm. and there's much oh, yeah, more right. middle ground. Mm-hmm. Much more middle ground. And like I feel like because of the makeup, trans people have always felt a certain, not sexual, but maybe just a certain degree of personal comfort with me because they know I'm like, walk in a little bit of the tightrope they are. They're full-time, and I, I understand a little bit of it, but like I noticed that that's a degree of comfort and that that has sometimes turned into a hitting-on situation. Have you have you been with a transgender or transsexual Not person? Not yet, and okay. one of the things a pandemic was me thinking about, why do I have a wall up about that? Why is that something that I have a boundary around? And I couldn't think of one good reason. Couldn't think of one good reason, so it must be some interior. So that interior, wall's gone now too. Yeah, it must have been some interior transphobia that I was dealing with. Those and then DMs now, go straight to Miss Matt Brown comedy. It's Miss Brown, Miss Brown comedy yeah. on Instagram. For those listening, exactly, our, we've got callers calling in. That's that's the tightrope that you're talking about. A tightrope uh, that people I think have culturally is coming to terms or understanding or being able to accept. Yeah, right, gender. Yeah. What they, and so we forget that it's also ingrained in us and how we grew up. We know what our truth is, mm-hmm. but it's hard to accept what somebody else's is because of what our experience. Yeah, when someone else looks at you and they tell you that they have the same problem you do for the same reason, you're like, what am I supposed to do now? Fuck. <laughs> like when your crazy looks you in the face, you don't know what to do. Right. You don't know if what you to do. You have the same situation. Yeah, absolutely. That's good. That's very observant. I mean, I think about all the time what a misery it would be to date another performer because we need two people acting like they're Jessica Lange in American Horror Story for every fight. <laughs> We need everyone going through all their histrionics and trying to win an Emmy for every argument. Like, uh, yeah, look, I can't do it. It's exhausting. I can't. I wear me the fuck out by myself. Like, I don't need two of me. You said that you have these walls up there, but you are you reevaluating your sexuality? Oh, yeah. I'm be- because of everything. your last relationship? Because yeah. most people that have an, un, you know, have a relationship that's failed don't mm-hmm. they don't reevaluate everything you know what i feel like okay you guys are going to remember this because you're the perfect age and i hope your followers are too do you remember back in the day when like on jerry springer or maury or ricky lake they would have these women on who weren't lesbians but they got tired of getting beat up by their ex-husband so they went out with some stud and then just said i guess i'm gay now because she looks like a dude and can't hurt me like there was a ton of that on reality t- on uh, talk shows and stuff in the nineties. Like there was so much of that okay. where uh, it was sort of like this reaction to abuse or it was like this reaction. They to went the opposite. They went... That they went the opposite and not even in an authentic way, but it's not like they thought they were lesbians. It was for an, ex- 38 an years. escape. It was an escape. And I don't know, maybe you I need think to, that's I think I need to cry on someone's heavy bosom. You need to, <laughs> you need to gay accept, or I'm sorry, escape homosexuality to, uh, because you've been traumatized. Honestly, I, I think... I don't my, think your trauma was similar to those situations you talk about on Jerry Springer, though. Um, There are certain things that happened in the confines of that relationship I don't get into too okay, many details of. Let's just say there was a chair that I was sitting in at one point, and then due to my ex-boyfriend, that chair was in the air, and then the chair landed with okay. me still sitting in it. So, like, there was some interesting... Okay, Maybe not enough. exactly domestic was abuse, trauma. but just some colorful situations. Colorful fair. situations. So the trauma from there has affected your mm-hmm. uh, your questions on sexuality. Yeah. And then okay. also because I came out as gay like in 1998 when I was fucking born. Like I, no one ever thought I was anything else. So when I did sexually experiment with girls in high school, it was like a gay guy sexually experimenting, not like someone who's undefined or straight acting out. 
So, but didn't that just, conform confirm like your beliefs that you were gay, or were you like now looking back, older, uh-huh. more experienced? Do you now look at those experiences and be like, oh, maybe? I don't I could. look at them sexually. Like in retrospect, okay. I don't look at them sexually that different. That different? What do yeah, you mean? like I can't really say that I am more or less fulfilled by eating a guy's ass than a woman's pussy. Like I, I can't like say that that's the absolute because truth. you haven't had the experience recently i haven't had the experience recently it's been like five years since i've done anything with a girl and when i just think back about it it like wasn't a bad time those dms go straight to <laughs> miss brown comedy Ms. brown comedy at, if you want to cheat wanna... on your husband and have him never fucking guess who it is <laughs> call me maybe it's late but just call me right, right. i i just i just feel like that's something that you could easily uh, here's what I, I mean mm-hmm. if you do want to explore that I feel like that answer could come relatively easy and relatively quickly if you threw it out there which you already did mm-hmm. and then you'll know you'll and know if the, there's a reason that you have a wall uh, uh, between you and women and one or of, other genders yeah and one of the other things that was one of my clues into it years ago about two years ago what started to make my mind what made my ear grow like a chia pet just like whoop um I started to notice that I had a bit that I was doing on stage about my bisexual phase, like in high school when I was trying stuff out. The bit that I was doing about that, I I call bits like that that just work everywhere. It was bulletproof. It's like I could take that experience to anybody, any club, any bar, any age group, and they like were laughing at it because it's such an absurd visual to think of this very manicured and made up face between a woman's thighs. And then to get in, because the whole context of the bit is like how I can't come out to my mother again because it would fucking kill her. Like, what am I supposed to do? Like, she, she goes through this whole thing of like, I got you every girl's toy at McDonald's. I got you eyelash extensions, your senior year of high school. I even got you voice lessons to be an opera singer. And you want to eat pussy now? <laughs> it, it's this fury at why do you want to be normal as an adult once it's not my problem anymore? Right. Like, and that sort of like long-term disappointing your parents is something we can all relate to. <laughs> and I think that's part of why it made the bit bulletproof. But it did make me think, okay, people respond to this idea of this image of me being bisexual it's funny and people like i it made me think what the fuck would someone do if they saw a woman on my arm and it wasn't a bit yeah it's like people respond to this people are uh, well what if they what if you did end up let's just say let's mm -hmm. take this hypothetical to the fullest Mm -hmm. you you go with a woman you date Mm -hmm. her you go down on her Mm -hmm. and then all of a sudden she changes you to become more of a, a, a more masculine guy. She's like, stop, mm-hmm. stop using uh, exfoliator so much. You can't have better skin than me. I that can fuck up everything that you you, you just it, it's just a circle of life. You it, just, it, now would, it would change the, a lot of stuff. You're right. It's circle of life. And, and then the, in this hypothetical, mm-hmm. you're 35 and you're no longer a comedian. You've decided to go become a CEO at your mm-hmm. job. Yes. In that situation, honestly, if I was going to be like corporate, none of this would ever be able to survive the makeup and Absolutely. The, like the non-conforming, whatever you want to call it. None of that is really able to survive. So if I was in a situation where I was like the director of my job and I was making 150 grand a year and I knew that sleeping with women wasn't the worst thing that could happen to me and I could get promoted and look really cool by having a nice normal white wife on my side. Oh, sure. Throw in the towel. (laughs) Throw in the fucking towel. (laughs) Take the path of least resistance. I was going to have an orgasm anyway. Like, uh... (laughs) I mean, it just seems like a giant leap, which you could easily take Mm -hmm. or 
you could just go out with other dudes that don't fit this stereotype that you had uh, created that you're that you're attracted to. I do think I would have a better chance of finding a woman who would be willing to. I, I could find a nice Mormon girl who'd be willing to minimize her personality for me. Like the last guy wouldn't. So like, that's also in the back of my mind. If I could just get some nice girl named Brooke who just doesn't know she can be happy. You're, you're assuming that the Mormon girls would experiment. There. Yeah. She's a <laughs> I grew up in the Mormon, Mormon church. You have never seen me when I look like a guy. When I do road <laughs> gigs in Indiana, I look like a Jew. It's not just the masculinity. It's also the racism. It's uh, <laughs> problematic, yeah. in the, uh, problematic in the Mormon church. Or they could piss yeah. off their family quicker. Yeah. Although if they could convert you then that, that's fine. okay because that i've work. met mormons of every different color they're working so, on it they're trying because uh, yeah, i found that they, interesting i've met latino mormons and white mormons and italian mormons and black mormons so yeah interesting. No, yeah patty's yeah, a latina, latina mormon yeah. mm-hmm. i was baptized and apparently you're not allowed to leave but <laughs> santa <laughs> patricia yeah, um but no i think but so you're saying that you would be you would you you would take on the role that gay people have had to do for centuries, which is pre- mm-hmm. live a lifestyle publicly. I mean, why not? There you go. Because here's the thing. It, why is you, your personal happiness that fucking important? Do you realize how many straight people are fucking miserable every day of their lives and there's no parade for them? Quit whining. Wah, wah. That's all I hear. <laughs> <laughs> well, you've pissed off the gay community enough that you might have to go straight now. Because I really, really think about it. I think it's very like, okay, I think that if you know that you have a preference, but it's not solid to close off someone because it's not like, well, I like chicken with that seasoning on it, not lemon pepper. Like, shut up, eat it. Yeah. Like, it's essentially all the same thing if you're, if again, you're not in a but 100% that's you right either now. or. But that's you yeah. right now. Why yeah. can't you have other chicken? You can you can date other dudes there's that chicken, aren't. There's chicken, there's tuna, there's you're, beef. You're saying right now, you're like, I'm going to become vegan. That's what you're basically saying. After years of eating mm-hmm. or being loving chicken. Well, here's the thing. I'll marry the turkey and then leave her for her brother. Like, don't, don't think I'm averse to a soap opera. So you're just doing this as a, you're just doing this as a ploy to do a circle back to find another. Listen, whatever whatever fucking works. Emotional support partner. Exactly. And if I I just, (laughs) and if I just happen to have to flatten an entire town to get through it, that's fine. I want to be like those old movies in the 1940s where like Lana Turner or Hedy Lamarr, they moved to some town and they're so hot that like nothing happens anymore. The newspaper stops being delivered. The milk stops being delivered. No one can think straight. Everyone leaves their wives because she's so hot and she's down the street. Like, I want that. I want my pussy to disrupt a, a county. <laughs> so you're going to move to Ohio somewhere. There you go. There you go. I will move to where I'm the bell of the ball. Find a smaller market and saturate it. Okay. Well, <laughs> we are out of time. I, I, I wish we can learn more about these hypotheticals in the future. Anything I do happen. want. I do want to know what happens after this episode airs. Mm-hmm. And, well, I probably will see it. So you and I will be doing shows, I imagine, next time I see you, hopefully mm-hmm. in the next few months. And I want to know if you do, in fact, go I cannot, switch sides you and, do realize uh, or, or go to uh, any side, I should next say. Next time we are working Laugh Factory together, I will pay a beautiful blonde actress to act like my Valley Girl girlfriend <laughs> just to give you an aneurysm. Yeah. Hi, I'm Matt. It's really hot. Like, I've been with them for like three months and the sex is amazing. Hi, Paul. Hi. Hi. Can I suck your dick too? Ha, ha, ha. Like, I, I, oh yeah, I'll pay somebody to do that I, just to freak you out. I don't think I'd be freaked out. I think I'm, I'm saying the opposite is going to happen. I think that mm-hmm. it's going to be very easy for you mm-hmm. to switch and then you're going to 
to determine on your own that that's not what you want. Or maybe, maybe yeah. I mean, you're going to, either way, there's going to be, you know, I, I do want to hear this I, conversation I'm going with to, your mom. I'm going to make my final prediction as we cl- bring this episode to a close. I believe that what's going to happen is that I've spent years with men. I'm going to go to women. And then eventually I'm going to learn that I actually don't want like an emotional relationship out of anyone. And I just want to use my dick to cause havoc. Yeah. And I think that's sort of my mission now. I'm just using it to cause misery and, and woe. That's going to happen until you turn 40 and then your dick doesn't run in your life anymore, which is good. It's I know, good right? Thing. I'm going to have so much spare time when my dick stops yeah. working. Oh, my God. I'm going to learn French. Well, it'll still work, but it just it, you make better decisions as you get older. <laughs> I have a joke about it now, but it's so much. Uh, it's, it's I'm just happier now. But um, I mean, whatever. It is fine. I'm, I've been jerking him off under the table the entire time. And he still hasn't come yet. <laughs> it doesn't work. Yeah, it's too much porn. Too much porn, I'm telling you. Matt, we've already said where people can find you. Uh, Miss Brown Comedy. Yes, Miss Brown Comedy on MS. Instagram and MissBrownComedy.com. Matt Brown, always a pleasure. I'm, I'm so glad to see you in the flesh. Uh, and uh, Patty, you as well. <laughs> Sorry, you missed my 20s. So. I, I, <laughs> yes. Sorry, Patty, Patty's recent episodes, people are going to be like, wait, who is this person <laughs> that I used to hear on the radio and running for... Mother uh, two and political candidate. Yeah, for former <laughs> political candidate. Um, uh, thank you all for listening to another edition of Singles Only Podcast. If you haven't already, review us, please. And uh, that's it. Enjoy yourselves. But I'm still